Hello loves, welcome back. You know, we have been talking so much about the energetics and mindset of fertility and really going deep into that realm, but I wanted to do a 180 and come back and talk more about the physiological side of things because there is a lot here. There's so much that we can be uh, paying attention to and becoming aware of in the physiological realm. And because we are opening up for enrollment into Holistic Fertility Method for the month of April, I thought it would be so crucial to really talk about some of this stuff because if you recognize yourself in some of the topics that we are talking about in the next month and you have been trying to do everything, you've gotten the blood test, you're working with a naturopath, maybe you have even invested in you know, really expensive functional testing and supplement protocols and nothing is really moving the needle forward. Um, I'm going to be talking about some of those really common uh, issues and problems that you may be experiencing and of course give you a completely different way of thinking about it. Because I have been working with women for five years now, gosh, even six is it been six years now? I, just, I think I've been saying five years for the past five years. I don't know. Working with women for a really long time. And, you know, there are there are some things that really work well. And then there's some things that are still being talked about that just don't. They're outdated. They're ineffective. And ultimately, that is what is being regurgitated around the internet, unfortunately. And I know this because... When my clients come to me, I have them fill out a really in-depth questionnaire and we look over their nutrition and their supplements and lifestyle. And I see a lot of these strategies coming through. And you know, I'll ask, oh, where did like why are you doing it this way? Oh, well, this is you know what I read in a book, and yeah, this is what my doctor said. And it's really ultimately not working with their physiology and sometimes even working against them. And not only that, but it just doesn't, it just doesn't feel good. It just feels out of alignment or super hard. Like a really obvious example is the keto diet. Like I don't know how many times my clients have come to me on a keto diet because their doctor said so, or because they read that in a hormone balancing uh, book somewhere. And so it's, a, it's about undoing a lot of this stuff and actually working with your physiology, especially with the goal towards optimal fertility that needs to be done. And so I'm just going to take that opportunity over the next month to do that. Now, what we're talking about today is getting pregnant after coming off of the pill, because many women do start trying to get pregnant as soon as they stop taking their birth control. Now, there's actually a few really critical things that we need to take into account before trying to conceive after coming off the pill. And if you're skipping some of these critical pieces, that could be leading to fertility issues down the road. So in this episode, I'm going to walk you through four common issues that can result after coming off of the pill and trying to get pregnant immediately afterwards and what you need to do in order to balance your body so that you can get pregnant naturally. 
So if you are struggling to conceive and you've just come off of birth control, or maybe you've come off of birth control in the last three to six, maybe even nine months to a year, not kidding. Yes, it can still affect you up to that long. Then you'll definitely want to grab your notebook, take some notes, because you're about to change the trajectory of your fertility journey. (laughs) Okay, let's get into it. So yes, we're going to talk about how to restore your fertility after coming off of the pill. Now, little (laughs) fair warning here. Um, Your doctor is probably going to tell you that the pill has absolutely no effect on future fertility, but this is biased. It's outdated. Um, In fact, I remember doing a TikTok video like a year ago talking about the different um, effects of fertility that the pill had. And this, this doctor, you may have known, you may know her, Natalie Crawford, MD, came on and she was just like, just berating me on and on and on and on and on about the pill doesn't affect fertility, la 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 la. And here's the thing, taking the pill does a lot more than just prevent ovulation and thus pregnancy, right? So the main argument for a fertility doctor or a traditional OBGYN is that, look, taking the pill is going to you know, eliminate ovulation for the duration that you take the pill. But as soon as you come off of the pill, everything goes back to normal. And this is just not true for the majority of women because the pill is known to deplete nutrients, flare up inflammation, stress out the adrenals and thyroid, causes insulin resistance, and can even disrupt the microbiome in your gut. Now, all of these can have a detrimental effect on fertility. So sure, it might not have a direct effect on fertility, but that's just not how the body works, right? The body is not reduced into these cause and effect situations. It's all interconnected. So there's absolutely no way that you could say taking this medication for a decade, sometimes two decades, gosh, maybe even three, and say that it's not going to have some effect on fertility. That's outrageous. I understand where they're coming from, but come on, come on guys. (laughs) Okay. Especially for you who may be in a really bad place right now coming off of the pill and maybe you haven't gotten your period back at all which was the case with one of my clients after a year of coming off of the pill or maybe you've come off of it and your periods have become extremely heavy and painful crampy or maybe they've become really really irregular like really far apart and you're you know all of a sudden have all these um, symptoms like acne and maybe hair loss on your head and you know increased body hair around your belly button on your chin and things like that so what's the deal with all of this stuff if the pill doesn't affect fertility then why is it well we are going to go into that today and i'm actually going to go through those three common issues with you right now but i just want to first say that there is really good news because Once you do learn how to tap into your body and identify 
what your symptoms are, then we can find what the root cause is. And we can rebalance your hormones and we can boost your fertility, making it so much easier for you to get pregnant. And the first thing that you need to know is that it's completely normal for your cycle to get all wonky after coming off of the pill, especially if you had really gnarly symptoms before even getting on it. And honestly, getting on birth control pill, 60% of the women are getting prescribed birth control, not because of a contraceptive, right? Not because they need to prevent pregnancy, but because they're treating some sort of symptom. For example, if you were prescribed the pill because you had really, really heavy, painful periods, or maybe you had PCOS and really, really irregular periods or no periods at all. And when you go and see your doctor, she's going to prescribe the pill and quote unquote, oh, this gets me, regulate your period, right? So the sad fact is, okay, maybe you saw a lot of these symptoms go away when you first got on the pill, but it's just a band-aid. As soon as you take that band-aid off, like that bullet wound is still there, okay? The the bullet is what's causing the issue, right? And just putting a band-aid over top of it is not treating the issue, It's just leaving that bullet to perpetuate into an infection and cause a lot of issues down the road. So what we're going to do is get, I don't know why I'm using this analogy. (laughs) What we're going to do is get to the bullet and pick that sucker out of the wound, okay? And forget the band-aid. We're going to get right to the root cause. And that is likely going to be the answer as to why you're not getting pregnant as well. Because again, these root causes are often hormonal imbalances coming from uh, nutrition deficiencies or um, lifestyle dysfunction, and even in that mental and emotional realm as well. So if we don't start looking at that stuff, then we're just going to continue struggling with the same old symptoms and the same old struggle trying to get pregnant. And I don't want that for you. I want you to really understand and know your body and trust it. And that comes from learning the language that your body is speaking to you. And the only reason that these symptoms may seem like they are so much louder after coming off of the pill, because I mean, figuratively, your body has been silenced and suppressed for however long you've been taking this pill. And now the masking tape, the duct tape is finally off and she can speak to you. And she is speaking up loudly and she is telling you exactly what is going on. This is not your body revolting. This is not your body breaking. It's not your body rebelling against you. This is actually your body speaking to you communicating to you in the only way that it knows how through these physical signs and symptoms so why don't we decode these symptoms that you may be experiencing and what they mean about your fertility so the very first thing that we're going to talk about is your period is completely gone so if you haven't had a period for Three months after stopping the pill, this is called amenorrhea, post-pill amenorrhea. And you might be freaking out a little bit right now and wondering, is it ever going to come back? When is it going to come back? I've had multiple clients here where they have, they're really, really worried about this. 
and they can just feel kind of like a sitting duck. Like they don't know, you know, what's going on under their body. They just kind of feel like they're waiting and the time is ticking and they really want to do something. They really want to figure this out. And this is really important to know, um, a study looking at the average time for a cycle to come back after taking hormonal birth control. And I don't know how long the average time of the birth control was taken. Was it 10 years, one year? I'm not sure on that, but it was nine months. So the average time for a cycle to come back after taking birth control was nine months. That is almost a year, people. And So you think about, okay, if I'm going to try to get pregnant right after coming off of the pill, I'm already nine months in and I don't even have a cycle yet. And it's really hard to get pregnant if you're not ovulating and don't have a cycle. So this is a big, big issue. And um, this is because that leftover synthetic estrogen from the pill is left in your body and it's really telling the brain that look, it doesn't need to make any of its estrogen on its own, right? Which comes from your ovaries, comes from, which triggers the ovulation. And that is why it is taking a long time for you to ovulate on your own. The simplest analogy that I can make is the difference between natural sugar and say stevia. So the stevia sugar, if you've ever put a packet of that on your tongue, it's like unbearable so sweet it like hurts your teeth okay this is what it's like taking synthetic birth control synthetic estradiol because it is so potent it is just like it overrides your receptors it overrides and desensitizes them so if you were to dump that packet of stevia on your tongue every single day pretty soon you'd be sensitized to it and it would just be like oh yeah just normal packet of sweetener And if you were to one day not pour the packet of stevia on your tongue, but instead bite into an apple, that apple, you're not even going to be able to pick up the sweetness of that apple one bit. It's probably going to taste like water. It's probably going to taste like tree bark. (laughs) Okay, so this is exactly what is going on in your body after you stop taking this really potent synthetic birth control And then you start just letting your body naturally make its less potent um, estrogens. The receptors are just like, uh, what? Like, is anything there? I don't even know. And it takes a while for them to desensitize. Okay. I hope that makes sense. Um, So now it's really good news because yes, eventually your receptors do desensitize, but there's actually a way that we can speed up this process and almost cut this time in half. And that's what I've seen with my clients and taking them through a post-pill protocol and actually getting to the root cause and healing the root cause. They'll they'll see their period come back in like two to three months, um, six months max, but usually they're getting pregnant by that time. Um, And that is exactly what happened with one of my clients. Um, Just recently, this last year, she came off of birth control and hadn't gotten her period back for a year. And we started working together. And three months in, we got her period. No, two months in, we got her period back. Okay. 
And you know, the entire time she really wanted to do like, oh, maybe we should do like progesterone. Uh, maybe we should do like some letrozole. Like she, her, she was getting a lot of pressure from her doctor to speed things up and add these drugs in. And I said, look, let's just give your body a chance, okay? Let's understand what your body is trying to tell us. Understand the effects that birth control has on your body. And let's heal your body from the foundation up first. And then if nothing has changed in four to six months, then we can take those next steps. Well, she actually ended up getting pregnant on that third, uh, on her first cycle, getting her period back, right? Because she was a fertility client of mine and sadly miscarried. But the next cycle, she was pregnant and she is now, she's due in a couple of months. Let's just put it that way. So this really does work. But what we have to do is we have to take some time to figure out what the heck your body is telling us and fill in those nutrient gaps and balance those underlying hormones and then get out of the way. Let your body do its magic because it knows far more than than anything that we could possibly try to conjure up in a lab test or treatment protocol. So let's just always keep that in mind. It's always best to work with your body instead of overriding it. Okay, so if your period is missing, there are a number of steps that you can take right now to begin reversing these effects of the pill and essentially restore your cycle. So I'm just going to give you the most potent one right now. And that is to rebalance, that is when we're rebalancing your body, that is to support your liver, okay? So that's the most potent thing that you could do right now is support your liver. So here's why this is important. Your liver has been working overtime to process all of the synthetic hormones in the pill via these detoxification pathways, um, methylation and conjugation, if you so wish to know. So... When your estrogens and all these synthetic estrogens are going through these processes, it then sends them to your bile, to your kidneys, and then eventually excretes them out of your body. Now, the issue is not only does the pill bog down these detox pathways, so just think of this conveyor belt and all of a sudden you're just like dumping like 10 times more the amount of crap that needs to be processed and conjugated and methylated on this conveyor belt and your liver literally just can't keep up and so we just have overflow spewing and you know stuff's not getting detoxified okay let's just put it that way and so not only is that happening but on the other side the pill is depleting key vitamins and minerals that are required to carry out the detoxification to begin with. So not only have we overrun the conveyor belt, but we have, you know, cut the staffing in half, right? So there's only half the amount of staff that can carry out these processes. And then we have 10x the amount of stuff that we need to detoxify. That's essentially what is going on in your liver when you're taking the pill years and years and years without... Um, being really diligent about replacing these vitamins and minerals and reducing your estrogen exposure elsewhere. Now, I go so much deeper on how to detoxify from the pill in 
a video that I am posting this weekend on my YouTube. So I'm just going to link that below when it does come live, but just know that a deep dive on how to detox your liver, how to detox from the pill is coming very, very, very soon. So if you're listening to this in the future, it's already going to be up and you can click on that link below in the show notes to get there really quickly. Um, so yeah, be sure to watch that. So you'll know exactly what foods to eat. Um, you'll know exactly what specific supplements to take that will replete these deficient nutrients and ultimately detox you from these synthetic hormones and get your cycle back in the next three months or sooner. Now, maybe a missing period isn't your issue, but instead your period is super heavy, super crampy, and very, very, very painful. Now, this is the second issue that I see when women are coming off of the pill and trying to get pregnant. Um, and it's common because, like I said, oftentimes women are getting on the pill because they're wanting to get rid of these symptoms, because their periods are so heavy, so crampy, so painful that their doctor says, oh, let's regulate it. Let's get you on the pill. And the sad thing is that as soon as you come off of the pill, you know, your periods are just as bad, if not worse than before. And again, that's because the root cause of these symptoms is an underlying hormone imbalance, right? You're not deficient in synthetic estrogen. <laughs> so how could that possibly be treating anything, right? The real issue is an underlying hormone imbalance. And so just putting a band-aid on this underlying hormone imbalance may make the symptoms go away, but everything underneath the surface is left perpetuating and getting worse and worse and deeper and deeper uh, rooted. Now, the underlying imbalance that is typically at fault here is estrogen dominance. And that's either because we have um, a total estrogen dominance, meaning that you have an excess amount of estrogen in your body, or a relative estrogen dominance, which means your estrogen levels are actually fine, but progesterone is much lower in relation to estrogen, so you still have all of those symptoms. Again, super important why we do a deep root cause analysis, the very first thing that you do inside of holistic fertility method, so we can really get down to what is going on underneath the surface without all of these you know, unnecessary blood tests that just leave you confused and Googling and researching the lab ranges and like wondering, okay, so I just spent all this money on lab tests and like what they're normal? Like what, 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 what do I do next? None of that. We actually tap into your body's signs and symptoms and we let it tell us through its own language, through its own wisdom of what is going on. Because when we do that, not only do we save hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars testing and retesting with useless information, but we actually get to the real root cause of the issue and we don't get distracted with, um, you know, trying to supplement with this and that, and then not really getting to the real problem. I just took a huge tangent. So when your, um, when you have estrogen dominance, and the pill is masking it for years and years and years, that root cause is going to continue to fester. 
Now, there's a really in-depth protocol that you will want to follow, again, in one of my upcoming videos. But for now, here are two potent actions that you can take that are really going to change the game for you. Okay, so before I give you these two steps, it's really important to understand the context of how estrogen dominance takes root because your body is not broken. It is not failing. It's just doing the best with the inner and outer resources that it has available. So estrogen dominance occurs when there is an increase in exogenous estrogens coming in, which just means outside estrogens coming into your body, and then a decrease of estrogens going out. So we have this accumulation happening, right? If we have more coming in than we can get rid of, there's going to be a spillover and accumulation. So these estrogens that are spilling over can then bind to estrogen receptors all over your body. And that is going to cause symptoms like water retention and headaches, sore breasts, and of course, heavy, crampy periods. So knowing this, we need to decrease the estrogen coming in and increase the estrogen going out. So let's start with the latter. In order to increase the estrogen going out, we need to support our liver. Now we just touched on why this is important in that previous step, but by detoxing from hormonal birth control, you're getting rid of a lot of that excess estrogen coming in. And when you replenish the nutrients that your liver needs in order to um, get those estrogens already accumulated in your body out, you're already going to increase, you're already going to optimize that estrogen balance. Another thing that I want to add on here is increasing the amount of fiber that you're eating in a day, coming from fibrous um, vegetables and like berries, so fruit coming from berries, and then a little bit of whole grains within reason. That's because constipation increases the absorption of estrogen through a variety of different mechanisms, but the whole point is if you're not going poop every single day, at least once a day, then you are having an estrogen detox issue. So we want, if, if our, we're supporting our liver in detoxifying these estrogen, we want to make sure it actually gets out. We want to make sure the trash isn't just piling up by the front door. We actually just need to get that out of the front door and onto the street curb. Now, the second step that you want to do here is reduce the amount of exogenous estrogens coming in. So there are two major ways that estrogen is coming in. One is through your food, and the other is through your personal care products. Now with food, the main one is alcohol. Now one drink can increase your estrogen levels up to 10%, okay? So that's an obvious one that you're going to want to just get rid of, um, right? And if you're going to be pregnant soon anyway, you might as well just call it quits. And then there is the conventional meat and dairy. Now it's kind of... Um, kind of a uh, indirect process, but these animals are fed a lot of inflammatory foods and accumulate a lot of inflammatory omega-6 rich fats. And so when you're eating that from dairy and meat, then that's causing a lot of inflammation in your own body and inflammation is tied to increased estrogen in your body. Um, now there are a lot of pesticides and things like that sprayed on 
inorganic fruits and veggies, and many of those can be endocrine disrupting chemicals as well. And then from personal care products, um, they contain endocrine disrupting chemicals as well. Basically, if this, if the company that you're buying from doesn't shout from the rooftops that they're clean, green, non-toxic, etc., then they 99.9% of the time will contain endocrine disrupting chemicals. That is because that is because these ingredients are not regulated, and they are in everything, including uh, baby shampoos and lotions. So. You know, might as well start now cleaning up your personal care products because as soon as you have baby come into the house, you're going to be wanting to uh, tighten up all of the ways that toxins are getting into your uh, house. Now, I have a super detailed part one and part two podcast episode on how to eliminate a lot of these toxins from your foods, from your personal care products. Um, and those episodes are more targeted around egg quality. However, that's just going to help even more for you in terms of getting pregnant. And again, I will link to those in the show, mo- show notes below, but you can just scroll down through the episodes and it's the only ones that say part one, part two. Okay, so that is all about if, you're, if your period is back, but it's heavy and crampy and painful. What do you do if you've gotten your period back, but it's really, really irregular, right? So it's um, coming like every 35 days or longer. Maybe you get a period one month and then you don't get one for another. We call this irregular periods. Now, a large number of women who experience PCOS, which is a condition that the most prominent symptom is irregular periods, right? Those cycles lasting longer than 35 days are put on the pill to quote, regulate and quote their cycles. Uh, but you guessed it, the pill doesn't regulate periods and it certainly doesn't treat PCOS. Now you can have irregular periods and not have PCOS, but this is probably the biggest hormone imbalance that leads to fertility issues and reason for getting on the pill. So I'm just going to talk about that. Okay. <laughs> um, And it's why as soon as you come off of the pill, all of these symptoms are going to return, right? Just like with heavy periods, if you got on the pill because you had PCOS and your periods were irregular, then that underlying hormone balance was not treated, right? By coming on the pill. Instead, it was left underneath the surface, perpetuating. Now, maybe you got on the pill and your, your periods were completely regular You got on the pill because you wanted to use it as a contraceptive and now you got off of the pill and all of a sudden you have irregular periods. You never had them before and now you have them. This is because the pill causes inflammation and insulin resistance. And this is just gasoline to a PCOS prominent fire. So if you are genetically uh, predisposed to having PCOS-like symptoms, in a really high inflammation and insulin environment, then bingo, that's probably why it is turned on for you. So here's how this works. The inflammation from the pill causes cell membranes to harden and become really resistant to a lot of messaging signals, but namely insulin, what we're talking about here. So when we have insulin resistance going on, that means less sugar is able to get into the cells. 
and instead it gets stuck in the bloodstream. Well, our body doesn't like that when a bunch of sugar is stuck in our bloodstream. So it tells the liver, or sorry, it tells the pancreas to go increase insulin, increase insulin. And so insulin increases and what this insulin actually does is cause, I mean, among so many things, but specifically when it comes to fertility, all this insulin causes structural changes to the ovaries. And instead of secreting estrogen, it secretes testosterone. So this is actually what leads to, you know, the hair growth on your body, the acne, and even hair loss on your head that are associated with irregular periods and are usually, um, you know, underneath that umbrella of PCOS symptoms. That's what's going on here. And it's actually a phenomenon called post-pill PCOS, meaning you've never had PCOS symptoms before, but as soon as you come off, boom, there they are. And a part of this is actually due to um, what is called an androgen rebound after coming off of the pill. So if you're taking high, high, high levels of synthetic estrogen, when you all of a sudden remove that, then estrogen has, sorry, androgens, things like testosterone and DHT, et cetera, have been high in order to keep maintain that balance. But as soon as you remove the estrogen, that testosterone stays high. And the pill also reduces um, sex hormone binding globulin. So now you have all of this free testosterone roaming around, super low sex hormone binding globulin. So not enough of this binding hormone to uh, turn off, essentially inactivate this testosterone. So now we have testosterone running around rampant in your body, um, you know, binding to receptors, activating genes to grow chin hairs <laughs> and acne and oily skin, etc. So that is briefly what is going on there. Um, now, if you've ever had like a massive acne breakout after stopping the pill, like I'm speaking to myself specifically, it almost felt like I was addicted to the pill and here's why. Every single time I came off of the pill, I would break out like you would not believe on my back, on my chest, all over my face, and specifically on my jawline and chin and around my mouth. And I, there were so many times where I'm like, I just need to get back on the pill. I need this to go away. I was so afraid of scarring. And look, I was, I felt bad for my husband even because I'm like, oh my God, is this just who I am now? because I was trying everything under the sun, right? And it was because of this post-pill rebound situation going on. And in my genetics, I am very predisposed to PCOS. Um, I have, I already have really high testosterone levels anyway. And so when this happened, when I came off of the pill, oh my goodness, it was a perfect storm for all of these symptoms to come back. Gosh, this was like, 10 years ago, 12 years ago, uh, but I still have PTSD from my skin acting up so much. Um, okay, so there's actually four different types of PCOS, and that is because they all have different root causes. And again, that is why it is so important that the very first thing that we do inside of Holistic Fertility Method is get to the root cause. So it's not enough to just say, oh, you have endometriosis. Oh, you have PCOS. 
we go so deep that we break each of those things into different categories because it's important to know that you like Western medicine might have one label for something, but we all got there different ways, right? There are four different ways that I know of, like that I can categorize a woman who gets to PCOS. One is from inflammation. One is from post-pill. The other is from high insulin. The other is from um, high, high androgen, androgenic PCOS. So just knowing that, you know, it's really important because that's really going to dictate what protocol you take in order to heal your body so that you can actually see real-time results. All right, I digress. So the very first thing that, the most most potent thing that we are going to do right now, yep, dogs are walking around. They're like, all right, Sasha, wrap this thing up, okay? (laughs) Let's get outside. So Zoe, please sit. Thank you. So the very most potent thing that you can do is regulate your blood sugar using food as medicine. Now, this does not mean going on a keto diet. This absolutely does not mean reducing your carbohydrates to 20 grams a day. No, 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 no. You always want to eat with the end in mind, meaning do you plan on sticking to a keto diet for the rest of your life? No? Okay, then we're not going to do it. We have the end in mind. So the really powerful way that I teach my clients how to nourish their bodies and balance their hormones is to eat four meals per day, each meal containing four components, a protein, a starchy carbohydrate, a healthy fat, and some sort of green leafy fiber um, or even uh, fruit, low glycemic fruit. So we call this the four by four method. And this is the fastest way to heal any hormone imbalance, especially insulin resistance. We have many, many clients coming into HFM with PCOS, having tried every single diet and doing it the hard way over restricting, cutting carbs, and just really never figuring any of, figuring out how to stay consistent with it in order to say results. And that is because they've been doing it all wrong. They've been listening to, you know, diet gurus tell them that, oh, you have an insulin problem, so don't eat any carbs. Well, that's just, that's not true and that's not fair. You don't have to do it that way. Now, I will say there is a lot of mind-body stuff going on. There's a lot of self-worth, limiting beliefs that get in the way with nutrition. And that is why that is such a strong component inside of Holistic Fertility Method because I can give you the strategy, but if you don't believe in yourself and you don't have that kind of self-worth built up and you've got these old programs running in your subconscious that says, um, I'm not worthy to feel good, to be nourished, etc., then it's never going to work. And that's why they both go hand in hand. Okay, so that's the most potent thing that you can do. Now, I do want to say that sometimes, you know, you've come off the pill, like this is the fourth issue I see, by the way. You've come off the pill, your period is regular, but it's been, you know, six, nine, 12 months and you're still not getting pregnant. You haven't seen a positive pregnancy test, nothing is happening. And if this is you, I invite you to go watch my YouTube video called The Three Fertile Ingredients You Need to Optimize Fertility. And that's just gonna allow you to see okay, am I missing any one of these ingredients? If so, how can I restore that? Because 
what could be happening here is that there's something deep down underlying that maybe there's a hormone imbalance and it's not showing up in your cycle, but it's showing up in other ways. And it's so we want to know like how how is that showing up and what is the root cause? So go ahead and take a look at that video and you can get a lot of insight into what might be missing. And as always, my love, if you want to work with me directly inside of Holistic Fertility Method, then all you need to do is click the link below and just to learn more. And once you've learned more and it really resonates with you and it's everything that you've been looking for, click apply. There's nothing to lose. It's a chance for me to get to know your fertility story and your uniqueness just on a deeper level. And I can start a real relationship with you and get to know you and see if this is really something that you want to go forward with. If so, there's a beautiful training video, private training video that you get to watch. And again, decide, is this really what I want to go forward with? Or do I still have other questions? So I invite you to take that next step. Our enrollment is open for April. We have room for six women in April. I'm so excited. I love it when new ladies come into the program because oh, the energy is so high vibe. I just, I just can't. So we've got six spots open, my loves. Um, don't wait. I plan on filling it completely by the end of the month. So get in there. There's nothing to lose. All right, I'm going to go take these puppies out for a walk. I said the walk word, so now they're all excited. I will talk with you later. Bye.